It cannot remain silent. We have to live through this battle for the soul of the nation. And it is still a battle for the soul of the nation. What is the soul of a nation? Well, I believe the soul is the breath, the life, the essence of who we are. The soul makes us us. With Biden, we are all plenty worried because, in fact, he does not have a soul. Come on, man. But we'll get to that whole escapade later because, first, the biggest crime, at least in the last five minutes, may, in fact, be found in the Durham report that was released on Monday. The Durham report is a 300-plus page report provided by special counsel John H. Durham regarding as it's aptly called, a report on matters related to intelligence activities and investigations arising out of the 2016 presidential campaigns. Here's the long and short of it. Are you ready? Hillary Clinton's campaign made it all up, and the FBI helped her. Barack Obama was in on it, and Donald Trump was right to claim the FBI was corrupt. End scene. Which brings us to today's question. What did the Durham report teach us? And more importantly, what will come from its release? Let me know your thoughts in the comments and share this video since I'm guessing if we don't share it, the Durham report will fade into obscurity. Even just share the executive summary, which questioned the many things us average-brained people have known for years. Almost four years to the day since he started his investigation, special counsel John Durham says the FBI used unverified information when it opened the investigation into candidate Trump's alleged ties to Russia in 2016. Durham concludes senior FBI personnel displayed a serious lack of analytical rigor and relied on investigative leads provided or funded by Trump's political opponents. Translation. Russian collusion really was a hoax. Christopher Steele of the Steele dossier and Hillary Clinton's other minions funneling information did not have any actual information. Spell it with me. H-O-A-X. The executive summary of the report raises the questions it was to answer. That included, was there adequate predication for the FBI to open the Crossfire Hurricane investigation? That's what they called the FBI investigation that was launched to see if Trump and the Russians were coordinating to steal an election or something. It also stated, did the FBI open that investigation in a consistent manner with how it handled other information it got leading up to the investigation being opened? Was there evidence that the actions of the FBI or department personnel in providing false or incomplete information to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court violated any federal criminal statutes? And here's the kicker. Did the FBI properly consider other highly significant intelligence it received at virtually the same time as that used to predicate Crossfire Hurricane, but which related not to the Trump campaign, but rather to a purported Clinton campaign plan to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by Russian security services, which might have shed some light on some of the Russia information the FBI was receiving from third parties, including the Steele dossier, the Alpha Bank allegations, and confidential human source reporting. If not, were any provable federal crimes committed in failing to do so? The report said that our findings and conclusions regarding these and related questions are sobering. Their words, sobering. 
So yeah, it was all a lie. And you know, we already knew that. Well, I kind of knew you were lying. You did? Yeah, and there's an easy way to tell, too. How? Well, you started to squirm. And when most clowns lie, they usually start squirming, just like you did. Yeah. <laughs> Go read the entire report to find that Hillary Clinton gave the approval. Gave the approval of the plan to vilify Trump through the investigation on July 26th. Five whole days before the investigation then launched. And go find that Barack Obama, president of the United States during this time, actually was notified in person about the plan to vilify Trump. Collusion much? When I'm lying, you know you can tell. Liar, liar, pants on fire, hanging from a telephone wire. Squirming, squirming, pants are burning. When I lie, my hips start turning. Even CNN's Jake Tapper admits it's a bad look for the FBI. Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped. And it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It is, regardless, devastating to the FBI. And to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. It took every ounce of Tapper's being not to cry when he made that admission. After he went to break, he uh, was given a fidget spinner and a warm blanket to bring him back. Anyway, for his part, Trump responded about the report's findings as Trump would. Lots of capital letters and, of course, a reference to the 2020 election. Trump put out on his Truth Social that the American public was scammed, just as it is being scammed right now by those who don't want to see greatness for America. He then says the Durham report explains the hoax by Democrats and the 2020 presidential election fraud, like stuffing ballot boxes, only more so. He's not all that hyperbolic or wrong when he says that with an honest media, we are looking at the crime of the century. We are talking about the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the nation's entity that is charged with investigating federal crimes, and they are complicit in completely facilitating this nonsense that has been happening since 2016. And so the fact that we also don't have an honest media, like Trump says, and all of us agree, it's no wonder that we have had the worst trust in the institutions, and we remain highly skeptical of anything and everything that comes out of the mouths of any of the politicians from left, right, or center. What have any of them done? The media doesn't want to cover it. The Democrats sure as heck are in spin mode, like, you know, all the time. And those Republicans are going to do what exactly? Hold another congressional hearing that goes nowhere and does nothing? Hmm? You tell me. So as a distraction to the real issues that can unite people in a complete overhaul of the nonsense of Washington, Washington is doing its best to bring the noise. And by noise, I of course mean the racism perpetuated and percolated by the Biden administration, led by Joe and Ding Dong. And Joe's been doing the same shtick for years at this point. You remember 2012 in his comments about Mitt Romney? Unchain Wall Street. They're going to put y'all back in chains. Mm-hmm. Yep. Joe basically has his stock cliches and racist tendencies that he bumbles out when he needs a distraction from the doom and gloom that is true to his presidency. So he patronizes and he uses the collectivity of the black experience to claim control over them. It's rather pathetic and he can't stop, won't stop doing it. I thought when I graduated we could defeat hate. 
but it never goes away. It only hides under the rocks. And when it's given oxygen, it comes out from under that rock. And that's why we know this truth as well. Silence is complicity. You know why that is? Because when he graduated, it was 1863, in the midst of the Civil War. And since then, he's been in public office. So hate has always been here, according to Joe. What's the common denominator? Oh, yes. Joe Biden, the liar. Shake, 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 baby, you can tell that I'm a liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire, hanging from a telephone wire. Squirming, squirming, pants are burning when I lie, my hips start turning. And his line right now is that white supremacy is to blame for all of this country's current ills. Not Biden's horrid policies, which have tanked the economy, and of course his focus on sexualizing our children while bending over himself to China. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's all of you and me, whiteies. The worst of us, the harsh reality that racism has long torn us apart. It's a battle that's never really over. But on the best days, enough of us have the guts and the hearts to stand up for the best in us. To choose love over hate, unity over disunion, progress over retreat. To stand up against the poison of white supremacy as I did my inaugural address to a single out as the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is white supremacy. Thanks. Old white man codger, you represent, as always. This will be the rallying cry from now through the election, a year and a half from now. So racism and racism. Basically, it's been that since 2012, but I digress. We have plenty of time to hash this one out. For now, give your Fs, faith, family, and friends. Until next time, stay healthy, America.